Copy. Yo, what's good, everybody? Hope everybody's playing safe and keeping your mental. I'm your host, Ray, here with the crew, Brandon, Shern, and Face. And today we have Kansas legend, Charlotte Hornets point guard, Devontae Graham. They give it to Washington. Graham goes back to Graham, puts up a three. Oh, it's good! Another guy who hasn't played in quite a few games. He's Bible in there as well. Defense it should be frisky. Four days off. You come in. You got a team coming here on the six games on a road trip. Oh, oh. Gonna score it. Yes. Set a new standard here tonight. Grant, long contested three. If he gets it over the arm of the Eagles, it'll wear you out mentally. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, my guy. Same old, same old. It's good, it's good. How's life been since March 11th? Since the season uh, got suspended. Man, it's been crazy, bro, for real. Uh, it's not really too much going on. Structure, uh, you know, used to having a little more structure life. Uh, but everybody's safe. Everybody in my, in my circle is Staying in the gym, trying to stay, stay in shape, and, and, and just keep grinding. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. You the um, you the first pro to, to join us here on Ray's podcast, and um, start today we're gonna start a, t- a tradition from this day forward. Who is the toughest person you had to guard in the NBA? Toughest person? Oh man, I think I tell people Lou Will. Uh, Lou Will, I think he gave me about 30. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me about 30. Oh, my, my rookie. <laughs> Lou Will's so smooth, and you know how to score. You get to a foul trouble, like, uh, he make midi trays. He get to the, to the free throw line, like, and he just do it so easy. Like, it, it was, I say Lou Will was definitely the hardest person I had to guard. Was that uh this year or was that your rookie season? Nah, that was my rookie. Uh I, I was that was my assignment. I remember it. In in LA. Uh yeah, he, he gave it to me that that game. <laughs> Off the bench. Yeah, man. We we know how Lou is. Lou got the most points. <laughs> most points ever off the bench. That's a that's a OG right there. Right. <laughs> that's uh Let's take a trip down the memory lane, man. You know, uh, how was life living in Raleigh and playing at Broughton? Man, I remember like it was yesterday, bro. That was like some of the funnest times for me growing up, you know, being from Raleigh. You know I, you know how we always rep the 919 and uh, the coaches there and everybody, you know, all my friends being there playing against you, all of that, you know. To whoop up on y'all. I ain't even gonna go there though. Oh, here you go. <laughs> here you go. That part out, Ray. You left that part out. Nah, take it, it there. Take it there. Let's talk about it. What? Take it there. Take it there. Okay. I mean, take you, you, you brought it up. Take so. it there. Talk about it. <laughs> you brought it up. So, okay. Let's take it there. Uh, your sophomore year, you was on varsity. You know, I, you, you you know I was on JV. Now now I didn't play against you then. You, know, you did your thing though. I uh-huh. didn't play. 
You went you went nuts on uh, y'all senior night when you was a sophomore. I give you that now. Junior year, we split. We split, and the game that y'all won chased it that game winner. You remember that? Yeah, we won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, senior year, we split in the regular season, but we beat you on your senior night. You did. But we went to the state. No, no, no. Before the state championship, the next week you gave us 38. I ain't going to lie. Y'all was up by 50. I'm not going to lie. Y'all eliminated us in the second round. Uh-huh. You, you did your thing in one player of the year. I ain't going to take that from you. You went crazy on this. I no, it was, was good. Those were some good times, bro. High school was definitely some fun, competitive. We always had fun, but we was all whooping up on each other, though, for sure. Yeah, that was that was a, that was a great time. Tell me about that, uh, that state championship game. I mean, I watched it on TV, but, like, the one that you had, you know, right after, because <clears throat> I won the conference. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I played against y'all played against mine Reggie, if I'm not mistaken, Leesville. Yeah. Y'all won, yeah. won the conference and then after that, y'all just went on a run and then uh, went to the state championship. Tell me how was that for you? And that run was crazy. I think that was the first time Broad had been to the state championship game since like nineteen sixty. And I was like, it was it was something crazy like that. So we had <clears throat> the support was O D. Uh, everybody was showing love. We had the pepper rally and all, all of that kind of stuff, man. Like I said, it was just it was just a real good, real fun time. Came up short in the state championship game, but when you look back at it, it was like you know, it was just something that you will never forget. Uh, like to this day, you know, we still got the banners and stuff hanging up. Now, in the beginning of that year, I don't know if you remember, you know, you signed the App State. Yeah. Sign the app state. We're texting you. I'm like, bro, why did you why did you sign? I feel mm -hmm. like you get, you know, better. And you told me you was like, that's the only offer that you had. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So being at the season that you had and you was playing better, of course more offers came. Tell me the process which led you to go to Brewster and how did Brewster come into play? Like where did that come from? Well, I remember that like it was yesterday too. That might have been uh I I committed because like I was playing with guys like Anton Gill, Isaac Copeland, you know, um who else was committed? Uh Hicks. They uh Hicks. Uh who you say? I said Isaiah. Yeah, a lot of guys. They was all going but they committed to like Louisville, UNC. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, I don't really got no offers. Like, but at State, they pursuing me hard. Like, they was love, like showing mad love, calling me, and, and doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, I had like ECU and I think like Western Kentucky, but I just had had a real good connection with their coaching staff. And my mom did too. You know, I'm big on family. My mom and you know, and her vibe mean a lot when it come to stuff like that. So, uh, we had took that visit. And I had loved it, so I had committed. And I mean, plenty of people was like, yo, you did it way too early. You know, you better than App State, da, 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 da. But I'm like, man, I'm going to take it. I want to go to school for free. Who? So that's what I'm That's what I'm going to take that. But then, uh, you know, I started hooping, but I had already signed. So then I had kind of like 
felt like, you know, maybe I can get something better. So I had asked to be released from my letter of intent, and they had told me no. So technically, I couldn't talk to no other schools. No other schools could talk to me. So it was either go to App State. But once they had told me, like, no, you got to come here. Like, we're not going to let you out of your letter to look at no other schools. I immediately, like, canceled them. Like, I don't want to come here at all. Y'all not going to let me, you know, try to pursue something bigger, you know, because everybody dream of playing in the ACC you grow up in North Carolina. Like, you dream of that. So, you know, or whatever. Like, I went to Kansas. It won't even the ACC. Just a big, big program. You know, you dream of that. So, uh, I had canceled them, and I had to go to Brewster in order to get out of that. So, I had to either wait a year and sit out, or I could go to prep school and do, like, another year of high school. So, I just chose that option. And I knew the and I knew the coach because T.J. Warren had went there, so you know that going road connection. He knew the coach and then got me in there with him. From there, it was kind of Russell's like history. Yeah, that uh, your Brewster um, y'all had a lot of people on that on that squad now. Yeah, we had a squad on Brewster. <laughs> yeah, did y'all going to did y'all, did y'all, y'all ain't lose a game. Uh, we lost one game. We lost one game at at St. Thomas More. They had a nice little squad too. Uh, I think that was that was our only loss, I believe. We won the national the prep national championship and everything. Cooking. Cooking. We were cooking. <laughs> I got a question for you, uh, Tay. Yeah. How, how hard was that phone call to the coach to App State? Since you had built that relationship, you had yeah. you know moms is feeling it. And I'm just asking, you know, from being in that perspective on the other side, like, how hard was that phone call for you to be like, coach, bro, you know, because I'm sure he put the phone like, my God, what's going on? Like, and you had to hit him with the news. <laughs> I mean, it was hard for me to even tell my mom that. I'm like, man, because I know she want me to go here, duh, 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 but I'm like, I got to do, like, what, I'm, what I want to do, what's yeah. best for me, I think it's good for me. So she was like, you just going to have to man up. You got to call him. And it took me like two, three days to really actually do it when I had told her that I wanted to do it. I was like, man, I can't call today. All right, I'm going to call today. All right, I can't, I can't call today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, hey, Coach, I don't think, you know, I don't think I want to come here. I want to know if I can get out of my letter of intent and explore my options. And he was like, huh? Like, what? Like, nah. He was like, I'm going to give you some time to think about that. Do, do, do. But then – Two, three days later, I call him back. I'm like, yeah, I think I want to get out of it. He was like, no, nah, they said what they said. And so it just went from there. So basically the coach, he decided, he made he made the decision for you just by not just to explore your opportunities. Right. He could have, he could have left out of my, my uh, letter of intent and, Maybe nothing would have happened, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And you go right back. Mm-hmm. Once he said, "Oh, like," I, then it was it was just like it was, I didn't, I ain't like that about it. But I understood, you know what I'm saying? He wanted me to come, uh, but he had got fired the next year. So either way, I would have been in a bad position because I would have came thinking I was being with this coaching staff, and he would have got fired that year. Then maybe I would have had to transfer to another school or whatever the case may be. But it was no hard blood. From my side, so it ended up working out how I was supposed to. So once he got fired, I know you was uh, and Brewster excited. Yeah, <laughs> I was 
that whole year, my hardest year of basketball ever, bro. Like, because I couldn't talk to no coaches. Like, my the coach Kansas and all these other schools are calling Brewster's coach. He would just call me and be like, "Hey, bro, Kansas called today, or you know, Nebraska called today, or whoever." You know what I'm saying? But they couldn't say nothing to me because I was technically signed with App State. Like, so oh, it's man. tampering if they talk. Try to talk to me or you or whatever the case may be because I had already signed that contract. So the day he got fired, I think like they had signed a coach like a week after that, and that coach came in. He let me out of that contract. So that day he let me out of the contract. Man, I probably had like twenty different uh, colleges call my phone that same day. It was the craziest thing ever. I was getting a haircut when I found out that I had got out of my letter of intent and my phone would just start buzzing. Like, boom, 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 boom. I was like, oh, no. So basically, the buzz was already there. You just didn't know. Right. No, no, no. I knew, but I just didn't. I couldn't talk to coaches. So it was like, once they had knew that I was released, they had they could call me. So it was like, they all called at one time. Yeah, that letter of intent is good for a year. So that's why yeah. you yeah, you get it. They got a year old on you. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So it was either sit out a year or I could go play at Booster. So I I wasn't going to sit out and just be chilling, working out. Yeah. So after all that, you ended up playing for Kansas. Kansas University, yeah. four years strong. How was that like to get that call from Bill Self? You talk to him and campus life at Kansas, like, that's big time right there. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. That's uh, – I'm biased, obviously, but that that's one of the – that's the best college, like, to play at, hands down. Like, I done played at Kentucky. I haven't played at Duke, but it's so small. UNC is top, obviously, but, like, the crowd, the fans, like, everything about Kansas is just – it's crazy. It's in the middle of nowhere. People be like, man, it can't be nothing to do out there, but, like, it's a, it's, it's a lot to do out there, and – and you would love it if you ever came to a game. Like, just to experience a game out there is crazy, man. I remember Coach Self came to Brewster. As soon as I got released, like, a week after that, he like, we got to get you on a visit, like, ASAP. Like, I'm, like, sitting there like, bro, this is Bill Self. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You see the TV, like, like, man, like, I got to go to here. I got to go see what <laughs> – I got to take a visit at least. But – Nah, yeah, it was crazy, bro. You got a lot of memorable moments at Kansas, bro. A lot of them. I mean, we could talk about Duke when you beat them to go to the Final Four, that tough layup you hit on Texas Tech, the, your rivals against West Virginia. It's a whole lot, but what is your most memorable moment playing at Kansas? Uh, yeah, I watched that. I can't. Name one. You just named three good ones. I know that's tough. <laughs> hey, I gotta say, I gotta say the fourth, man, because I don't think people realize how hard it is to go to the final four. Like they think just because you're a Duke or you're stuck with Kansas, automatically final four. But like that was, I went to the final four time year. Went to the lead eight two times, but doubt so. And you, you kind of that got to be the top final four in front of all them people, uh, and definitely beating Duke 
to the final four. That that's not one. Bill Self said that he doesn't think anybody impact um, the program or the university more than you did. Hmm? How does that make you feel to hear that from a legendary coach? Those are big uh, shoes too, man. That's what, say it again. <laughs> Those are big shoes. We you got that. You got a lot of guys that came to that program. Those are big shoes. Yeah. Man. Yeah, for so, sure. Coach to say that, man, is right. incredible. That's my guy, man. He kind of he kind of made me uh not kind of. He definitely made me the the person play I I am today like uh especially like vocally and mentally uh just how he used to, like put I remember it was like my first, probably like my first two weeks when I got there. He like, hey, bro, you gonna be, you gonna be the leader of this team, and I'm like, I'm like, nah, he just saying that. Like, we got Frank Mason, we got Wayne Selden, we got Perry Ellis, we got Jamari Trey, like we got guys like that's been here that's like juniors and they gonna be the leading scorers and this and that. So I'm like, he just, he just gassing me. But he was really like he really had seen something in me that I didn't see. So once he started kept talking to me about stuff like that, like I just you know I kind of ran with it. I took off and I seen like guys would actually be they would follow me, they would listen to me. Uh, so I just try to you know take what he was telling me and, and make sure I was making myself better, but also trying to get the team right. Your senior year, man, I was a. I mean, every year you progress, and I feel like it's the same thing that's going for you in the NBA too. But like your senior year, that class, you know, going up against Trey Young and them, like, mm -hmm. how was the, like, how was that for you? Like being at those uh, guys, like, top of the top, I guess, or very talented in the league now in those rivals. Yeah. You know, we're competitive. You know, you see all the hype behind guys and stuff like that. But Trey was definitely it was a uh, he was one of the I would say. Like best product, like productive guys that I that I've played against, you know, because it was like I remember one game he had took like forty shots, and Coach Self had did an interview like it's not it's not impressive. Uh, I mean, it's not it's impressive that he even got off forty shots. Like, how do you get off forty shots in the game? Yeah, <laughs> it was like it's really impressive that he could do that. It take a lot of stamina. He got to be in shape, and he and he was making shots. So it was like, bro, he's like he's really good, but he also was passing the ball. He was topping assists. So it was like, you know, I kind of I kind of watched his game and kind of took stuff from him. But uh, I definitely didn't want to lose to them for sure. <laughs> Competitive playing against them, it, it was fun though. Where was the uh, toughest place to play in the Big Twelve? Uh. Kansas State, West Virginia. That's why I was West Virginia. West Virginia is crazy. But, I mean, it's every, everywhere Kansas went, it was sold out. Like, yeah. every time. And then we would watch the game next week, and they'd be playing, like, Texas, and the stadium would be half empty. Mm -hmm. But uh, definitely West Virginia, Kansas State. Um, when Buddy Hill was at Oklahoma, Oklahoma was rocking. But Kansas is definitely the toughest place to play at, period. Oh, yeah. Fall, fall down. You can't, <laughs> I can only imagine being out there. It's 
Talk about yeah. that game your uh, sophomore year. Speaking of Buddy Hill. Oh, yeah. Like three OTs. How many OTs was it? Yeah, with the triple OT. What was triple that OT. game like? Because I know it was draining. Man. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Buddy had had like 46 against <laughs> his like, He was going crazy. Like, it was just going back and forth, back and forth. And it was uh, like, you know, they do the two polls. It's like the coaches poll and the – AP poll, uh, yeah. AP poll. And we was number one in one of them, and they was number one in one of them. So it was like – basically it was like number one going against number one. Because we were both number one and number two in both polls. So uh, it was like the craziest game, bro. It went triple overtime, shot at a shot, like back and forth, back and forth. And then uh, I think Buddy had turned the ball over like twice to end the game, and Frank had got a steal. That was that might have been the most memorable moment at Kansas behind that Final Four for real. That's tough. Yeah, Ray, Ray touched on something. Well, I'm gonna rewind a little bit. We're gonna go back to Trey Young. We we, we speaking about Buddy Hill, but um, mm-hmm. as far as yourself, with all the focus being done on one, all the focus being on one and done players, you spent, yeah. you spent four years in Kansas. Do that helped you or gave you an advantage going into the league? For me, yeah. Personally, I think I think for me it helped because uh, like everybody was, was saying, like I could have came out my junior year and da da da. da uh, but when I like you could do these, you could do these, you could send in like your your profile basically. To, to GMs and stuff, and they are sending it back to your coaches and tell you, like, oh, second round drafted, not drafted, undrafted. Uh, so we had did that after the junior year, and I really didn't like what the results that I had got back. So a lot of it was, like, undrafted. Uh, we don't know what position he is. Is he a one? Can he play a point guard? Is he a two? So I was, like, the whole summer for me, it was, like, all right, people don't think I can be a point guard. But my whole life, I've been a point guard. I just didn't play the one because we had Frank. So me and Frank was just like, was like we had two ones on the court. But he was mm-hmm. the main, he was the primary ball handler. But so that was my whole thing. So I was came back my senior year. I knew I was gonna have the ball in my hand. So <clears throat> just trying to make plays, uh, score the ball, shoot the ball, just do everything. You know, I watched a lot of Damian Lillard uh, when I was in college. Still now, but. You know, I so I just tried to mimic a lot of the stuff he do, especially in pick and rolls and stuff like that. It basically gave you a chance to mature physically and mentally, right? The craft, yeah. To lead you up, yeah, for sure, definitely matured. Uh, I got <laughs> a lot more. Our offense at Kansas got me so prepared for the NBA because it's just like pick and roll reads. Mm-hmm. And at Kansas, we, we we ran pick and roll almost every play. Like, it, it ended up – our play ended up in the pick and roll because we had one of the best big men in America with Yudoka. So, you know, he was a lot threat. And then we had guys around us who could shoot the ball. So, it was like, you're either going to give up one or the other, and it was on me to make the read. So, Coach believed in me, and it, it definitely matured me for, for the league. So that kind of segues into something that I wanted to ask you in general. So you played high-level high school, high-level prep, 
then high major. How did, what was the biggest transition probably in each level that you saw? Like, cause every level that you're at, they always say that, you know, high major is a mini NBA. Or if you're playing high level prep, that's like a mini version of playing high major. Cause there's a whole bunch of high level. Yeah. What yeah. was the, uh, you saying, what was the, what? What was the, what was the transition? Like, like what was the biggest tr- jump from high major? Cause I mean, you playing on the biggest stage in the nation, in the country, yeah. and then you turn around and now you're doing really well with the best of the best, the top 350, 360 in the world. So what, yeah. what do you think allowed you to transition? What was the biggest jump you feel like you had to make? The biggest leap? Uh, being coming into the NBA? Mm-hmm. Um, man, I think, I think one, like, I mean, it's a lot. Like we can talk about like food and dieting and balancing, like, um, Feel me like maturing, like you said, because uh, you get you actually get a lot more free time when you're in the NBA, like. But you gotta transition it to this being your job. So mm-hmm. my first year, I was terrible at like my food, my diet. It was terrible, but I wasn't. <laughs> but I wasn't playing. Yeah. So I could do that. So I could. I was playing every every ten games. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't really paying attention to it. So I was just eating whatever. I'm still eating cookout. I'm still doing that. But this year, mm, like, game, out, huh? I said that cookout, baby. You can't go wrong with that, baby. <laughs> cookout, yeah, nah. I know, but, but, it, but it ain't no good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't no good for you when you're playing 82 games. So, like, this year I really had to lock in and, and I had got me a chef wow. to make sure I was eating right. Uh, you know, you transition. I think as far as basketball, uh, the pace – Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People people think mm-hmm. we it looks slow compared to like college because college you just run around real fast, but the pace that that they play at and, and the change of speeds and uh, definitely lifting. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I had to get adjusted to lifting before the games because I used to I used to never do that. But we, we lift we lift before the games. <laughs> shoot before the games, like do a whole workout and, and stuff like that. So I think again your body is way more way more rest, way more recovery. You know, actually using ice ice bags. I didn't call ice bags in college because you play two, three games a week or two games a week. And then we playing four, five games a week going to three different cities. So I think travel mm-hmm. and all of that, it's just it's just a whole bunch of stuff there. Once you get to the big leagues, you don't really realize like you gotta start paying attention to the little yeah. things like naps, like a nap. Like I started taking naps. I had to tell my mom, like, hey yo, on game days, don't call me between two <laughs> and four because I'm asleep. Like <laughs> you gotta get that nap in, you just gotta get a routine. Like in college you live, you kinda of live it freely. You know you got a game on Thursday. You got class, you got this, you got that, but you gotta start paying attention to more little little details. That's real. Now, That's real. With, I appreciate with that. that. With, with that said, now everybody, everybody in the in the, in the NBA, uh, that highest level of basketball, everybody was great, or everybody was a stud during mm-hmm. where they're from and from their city or whatever, wherever they from, everybody was a stud. Yeah. Anything from from your point of view, is there anything that you see from the guys that are at a higher level 
anything that you're seeing as far as their discipline, their focus, their work ethic. You mentioned the eating habits and mm-hmm. do certain things. But what makes the greats or the stars of, can you see anything that makes the stars among stars? Yeah. Uh, well, some of them just, just God-given talent like that. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, work ethic is just crazy OD. Like, even, even, I mean, like, Kimba, for example, like, you, you can't, you can't get that shiftiness. That's just given. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you see him in the gym and he practice and then every day after the practice, he starts up. I got Marvin Williams who took that with us. He's like, he used to make every every time practice, call us young guns. He's like, hey, young guns, come on. Y'all got to come shoot. Y'all got to come shoot. Like, get y'all shots up. Like, it don't matter if it's for five minutes, ten minutes. It's like, it's like waking up, brushing your teeth. You got to shoot every day. Like, those, I mean, he used to make us go lift. Like, hey, yo, y'all got to go lift. You got to do it. Like, this y'all job. Like, you got to be ready. Like, Cause I remember it was times I was just like, bro, I'm like, I'm really over this whole, like, cause you go from, I was player of the year, you know, it's kind of, it's a, it's not an ego Logical. thing, no big ego Psychological type. thing. I just want to play, like, I want to play, I want playing. So I was at a point where I'm like, bro, I don't, like, I'm coming in here and I'm, I don't want to see none of y'all, like. Talk <laughs> to me, like, yo, like. Your time gonna come. Like I can see it. I see it in practice. Him and Kimba, them like they they kind of took me under their wing, bro. Like just keep doing what you're doing, uh, especially because they used to watch my GD and everything. So I think that's the biggest thing for real. So um, let's go to let's go to draft night, man. You know, uh, for the questions and uh, you said um, tell your mom not to call you during uh, two to four. How was it? How was that for your family? Like being that you were able to be drafted. Oh uh, man, it was great. Uh, I actually didn't do did yours. I did it in I did it in Durham. Actually, it's funny because I did it at Duke. I did it at Duke after we beat them in the Elite Eight. Man. <laughs> so I kind of went to Duke and did it on they on they on they turf. <laughs> I did it in like a little hotel with my family, my friends. It was like a little, 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 little get together. Uh, but it was great, man. I remember hearing my name called. I was real nervous because my agent said he was going to text me before. Like my name was going to get called. And he already told me, like, you're going to go between 28 and 40. But he didn't tell me, like, he didn't tell me when. So I remember seeing two guys. Juwan uh, Carter from West Virginia, I think he went right before me, and Jalen Brunson had went like 32, 33. I, I had got like, I was like, damn, man, they, I might not get drafted. Like, mm-hmm. I was the next one. They called me. I was looking down at my phone, like, not even paying attention. I just remember hearing my name, and everybody started screaming. But, you know, we celebrated. It was great. It was great. Most nervous. Nerve-breaking thing. That was amazing. So now, how was that? How was that transitioning to playing uh, at the home state? Like you playing at the crib. Now you're not playing. You know, in Raleigh. 
but you playing yeah. at the crib, and on top of that, you playing for the best dude to ever come out of North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? Like you playing, you, you got like a double whammy. You got I'm from Raleigh, I'm playing in Charlotte, and I'm playing for the dude that's the best ever. Let's just say the go. Let's just say the go. Ray don't agree. Look at Ray. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even going. We're not even going to get on that. We're not doing that tonight. I'm listening. I'm listening. We're not doing that tonight. You broad. Uh, who you? I know you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> who, 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 hold on, hold on. Who you? De- who you detect? Come on now. Who did, who you shoes used to wear now? High school now. They ain't talking about shoes right oh, now. I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing around. But they used to wear bras in high school. There we go. Yes, there we sir. go. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Georgetown fan. Ooh, I'm hey. a Georgetown fan. Hey, you gotta relax with the heat, though. Go ahead and put the camera back. Relax with the heat, though. Relax. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to. It's not even a question. Nah, but uh, uh, that's great. It's great, man. For real, like being able to be here. Like people always ask me, like you like playing out here. You like because you're from here. You wouldn't want to go nowhere else. Like I'm like, nah. Like this is perfect. Like. I don't have no 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 big posse that I'm always with, or like, you know what I'm saying. So I don't have too much. Like it ain't too too much on my back. You know, my family and them they call. They want tickets. It's cool. I'll try to figure it out for them. But I usually just tell them. I, I send them to my mom if if they really need it. Cause I try not to pay too much attention. You know, I got focus. Like so I don't I don't try to worry about too much going on. But I definitely love my mom and them drive up almost every weekend. You know, I still get some home cooked meals and get to see them and all that. So it'd be good, real good. That's legit. Plan, plan, plan for the goat. Is there any type of pressure that you, you not just your or you feel your teammates may feel playing for Jordan? Because you know we all know what he did. We already know his history. Young or old, is there any type of pressure that you may feel playing for him? Oh, uh, nah, not no more. At least. Not anymore. I remember when I first met him, and remember when he was first, like, like the first game he had came to, you know what I'm saying? I was definitely nervous. But, you know, once you meet him a couple times, you get to talk to him, and, you know, we have, like, Hornets, uh, Christmas parties, and he's there, and we out playing top golf, and, you know, you get the, you feel me? It's more of a, you get more personal uh, connection with him, and not just you know him being Michael Jordan. But I remember when we, when I definitely first walked into the arena and was walking past him, I looked up and it was him for the first time. <laughs> um, I was like, man, he, yeah, he had touched my head like my hair. Bro, <laughs> he like yo, yo, Devontae, like you gonna cut this off? I'm like, like, that's MJ. Boy, just said my name. <laughs> like, it was crazy. I'm like, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not cutting my hair though. Like, <laughs> and that, now that's a good thing to hear because from the outside looking in, that's one thing that most people, as far as Charlotte, the, the um, as far as Charlotte and and what people see and what the media say is like mm-hmm. a lot of pressure playing under. Michael Jordan, even though he's the coach, but the owner, it's just yeah. they're trying to push that agenda that 
there's a lot of pressure on on the players to be able to pay for play for him. So that's a good thing to hear. Yeah, that's the case. Nah, sure, sure. I mean, it can't be too much pressure with, with all that heat I just saw on his feet. Can't be too much pressure. <laughs> he, he all right. He all right. Hey, like, he, hey. he, I feel like he's sitting okay. Like, we're, we're, <laughs> okay. Speaking of, speaking of heat, you feel me? Uh, you sponsored by Jordan now. What are your favorite uh, your shoes to play in? Uh, retros? I like the, I like the 10s. Uh, Kimball had put me on the tens. He played in the tens all the time. They're actually real comfortable. Uh, I've been playing in – last year I played in Team Jordans in 32s or the 34s because uh, I got a weird foot. I wear a size 13, 14. So, certain shoes, I don't really, they don't really be too comfortable. And, and my feet skinny, so I be having to have certain, certain insoles and stuff like that. But the 34s I played in this year, the Team Jordans, they was, they was actually – Real comfortable for me, but uh, retros, I, I got to go with the 10 or the 13. I feel that. I feel that. The 10s. I like playing in the 7s. But I know about mm. the 10s, though. Them 10s, feel, them 10s feel good. The 7s? Yeah, I love the 7s. Yeah. They just got to – I feel you, though. The 10s is good, though, too. Even though they crease a little bit, but they still good. They, they definitely. The 5s, though, the 5s are heavy. 5s are heavy. 5s are heavy. Yeah. They can't do the <laughs> – your first bucket ever in the league was a third, uh, a three pointer against Philly. How did that make you feel? And do you, and do you ever remember your first bucket as a kid? Oh, as a kid, a kid, first time hooping. First time hooping. It was our race. Tell the truth. <laughs> it was what? It was our. It was our race. Tell the truth. It was our race. <laughs> Nah, uh, my grandpa's had had like you know how you had like the mini mini goals that you know you look kid you shooting on the mini goals. He had kind of taped it to the to the tree so I could like shoot higher. I just remember that's like my first memory of of me playing that I remember. Philly, that was my first ever NBA shot too. My first ever shot went in tray ball. Uh, I remember catching it. Uh, Biz had tossed it back to me. And he was like, shoot it. I probably won't go shoot it. You know, it's my first time in the game. <laughs> just coming up from G League. I'm just trying to make sure, you feel me? I'm really looking for Kim, but like, where Kim been? I'm <laughs> you feel me? So, but then he told me to shoot it, so I just came off and shot it, and it was cash. That's legit. That's really legit. How was it playing with a guy like Kimball? How was that? Man, it was great, bro. Like, like I said earlier, maybe he got like his motivation. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm watching him. I learned so much just from watching him uh, and how he played. I remember he had 60 against Philly. Like, this the way he moved, the way he finished. Like, I learned. I just watched him and, and from the bench up close and personal. You know, it's different when you watch film on somebody when you, and they write down person, and then they also you know mentoring you on the side too. Mm -hmm. Uh, in practice and stuff like that, uh, and he a good guy. I told, oh, I'm actually staying at his house right now. Like, oh, that's crazy. Been staying at his house for like the last month. He's, he's coolest dude ever, bro. Like, he in the bubble. He like, I'm like, hey yo, can I go swimming at your pool? He like, yeah. So I get here. I'm like, hey, can I rent your house? He like, bro, you ain't, you ain't got to rent it, bro. You can just. <laughs> I haven't left yet. 
I really look. <laughs> oh, that's bananas, bro. That's bananas. Yeah. Court, like crazy. Crazy. That's love right there. Yeah, that's big talking, love. Talking about the bubble, man. Ah, uh, how does <laughs> one one game one game away from the Wizards? When you found mm-hmm. when you got the news that you guys weren't going in the bubble in the season that y'all was having, and you know y'all was on the streak. Yeah. How your team, like, how did how did the organization feel about it? Like, uh, we was pissed. We was definitely pissed. Uh, just the we was we was really mad how they did it though. Like, you can't how you take thirteen teams from one side and mm-hmm. teams from the other side. Like, it just we just didn't seem like it was fair. Uh, but I mean. It, it kind of it is what it is at this point. So, uh, I mean, I don't really, I don't want to say no crazy, man. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we understand. We understand. <laughs> Personally, I was yeah. mad because I was, you know, I'm I was having a good season, wanted to keep playing. Uh, we was on the roll. Feel me? We got a lot of young guys, and, and we had just started, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, really gelling and. and Playing with each other the right way and stuff like that. How, how, what's the locker room like when you guys are talking about that second bubble? Because we know it's not confirmed yet, but how are you guys like feeling about it? Like, are you looking forward to it or what? Uh, I don't think we want to be honest. I don't see why, like, if they're gonna do a second bubble, we all sit in one bubble. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it don't make sense to make a whole nother bubble. I don't think, I don't think it's gonna happen, to be honest. So now looking out on the outside in, we always we ask everybody this. We be having our own predictions and stuff like that. The teams that are in the bubble, who you got coming out the east and who you got coming out the west? Uh got uh I got Giannis and the boys coming out the east. And then I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Braun. Go with Brian and the Lake Show, man. Out the West. So out of those two teams, who you who you think win it all? I just I just think I think, well, I think with the East since we in the East, um, I'm gonna go with them. It'd be nice to win them enough. Ain't gonna lie, definitely grew up a Brian fan. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's that's your age showing. That's, <laughs> that's your age showing. That's all. That's you don't let it land. He was the goat, though. <laughs> I, can, I can respect that. I can respect that. I mean, yeah. Now, I'm gonna ask a question. You know, we, everybody. We all know that everybody cannot be a professional athlete at that level, as far as the NBA. But what what advice can you give to any kids coming up who have dreams of one day playing professionally? It don't even have to be an NBA. It could be yeah. court C's. It could be anywhere. Yeah. What advice can you give those kids coming up at an early age? Yeah. My uh my 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 big thing is believe. Uh, like that's my little slogan. I always be saying. I post it all the time. Uh, you gotta you gotta believe in yourself. Um, you're gonna have people that's gonna tell you not you can't do this, you can't do that, um, or you're too small, 
or uh, you know they gonna try to put a max on what you can do. And you just gotta see through it. You gotta believe that you know you can be whatever it is you want to be. You know, even if it's playing overseas, I tell a lot of people that now, like, uh, like you can you still make good money overseas. Like you don't have to be in the NBA. Like if I wasn't in the NBA, I would I would definitely go and play overseas. It's, it's, it's a different experience, but. Um, yeah, man, my biggest thing is believe you got to outwork everybody, outwork your opponents. Is what uh, my AAU coaches always tell us. Like, uh, it's always somebody that's wanting want to do the same thing. So, millions of people who want to play basketball and millions of people who are working to, to do that. So, you got to keep working to be the best and believing in yourself. Multiple coaches and players. Feel like you're supposed to be, uh, you're supposed to win MIP award. How does that make you feel to be in that you know that category? Uh man, it's great. Uh, it, 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 even working harder. Uh, um, I have been seeing you know people people be tagging me in it, and I'll be reposting it because I definitely want to win the award. Uh, I feel like I mean personally, I feel like I was definitely the most improved from the past year. Uh, but, you know, the guys that's in that category had tough years, too. Like, can't downplay none of them guys. Some of them were all-stars. Uh, it's humbling, you know, to see, you know, your work from that you put in that last summer come out and you show how hard you work. So, like I said, make you want to keep working to get better. But hopefully I win that, time. Yeah, when, uh, when did you feel like uh, – when did you feel like you knew you belonged in the league? Like – I think, you know, you talked about being four years at Kansas, so you mm-hmm. kind of had a steady grind. You've seen a lot of ups and downs in four years at Kansas. Yeah. But when were you – when was your moment in the league where you were like, nah, I can I can do this. Like, I'm, I'm out here. Uh-huh. Man, to be honest, it came – it was in preseason, this, this preseason, this year. Because mm-hmm. um, when – we got, like, last year – you know, you got a superstar Kimball. So, like, we doing everything. Everything is designed. We got Kimball. No matter at the end of shot clock, get a Kimball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got somebody that's going to go. He can get 40 on any given night. Like, And then this year, we was we didn't have that. Like, You know what I'm saying? So, we all had to play collectively. So, we going through preseason. But we all still got a mindset like, okay, well, where's Kimball? Right? But it ain't no Kimball. So, I'm like, I have – seen that in, in our first preseason game, I think, and then we actually went to Boston for a preseason game, and I had just, I remember telling, like, Miles and Bacon, I'm like, Bacon, I'm like, hey, yo, like, we gonna have to be, you know, them guys, like, we gonna have to be, we gonna have to take them shots, we gonna have to take them last second shots, we gonna have to do this, we gonna do that, so I had kind of, I had kind of woke up, like, then, I was like, I remember I had a good little preseason game, I'm like, bro, like, I really... I can do this, like mm-hmm. I can, I can. At my time, I'm thinking like I could be a a, a real solid backup point guard. Mm-hmm. That's when I was coming off the bench, so uh, that's when it kind of had clicked for me. And then the first game of the season, I think I had like 25 or something like that. I don't know exactly, but had had a real good game. And then it just kept going like every game was like boom, boom, boom. Then I had 35 one game. I'm like, oh man, like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, I got, I got it now. I got it. Good. That's what's up. That's that's really good. 
Yeah. You scored your career high in Brooklyn, too. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was tough. Yo, I think I had drunk some special juice or something. <laughs> that MJ special juice. There you go. <laughs> Uh-oh, what is that? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, touching back to, um, like you were saying, there is no, you know, this season there wasn't no Kimba. And you guys have to look around. Being at the young court that y'all have, you know, Miles Bridges, you know, PJ is a rookie, uh, Terry Rozier coming from Boston. Um, you got Malik over there, and you got Bacon. Like that young core, like y'all looking solid. How does it like? How does it feel to be with players like that? Then, like to play with them. Yeah, it's fun, bro. Cause like our our whole thing is like not running gun, but kind of running gun kind of style, you know, our, our coach like for us to get to the rim and he like for us to shoot a lot of threes. So um, I think that kind of worked into our favor. You know, we had to learn. I think our biggest thing was learning how to play more in the half court, you know, because we just thinking we young. We want to let's go run, 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 run. So I think once we started to get that half court uh, mentality and execution down pack, I think we'll be, we'll be real good because we'll be able to do both. Uh, but those guys, man, it's, it's real good. It's like being in college because we all young. We all want to be around each other, chilling and vibing, you know. It's, it's, you know, you, some teams have guys where, you know, you might just see the guys at the gym because they go home and they got family, they got kids. So, you know, it ain't too much. But us, like, you know, I feel like we really do. We, we bond a lot off the court. That's good to have. That builds a lot of chemistry, too, for the future for yeah. you guys. Yeah, facts, facts. Um. Not too many people, you know, of course, Kimba, and um, I'm glad you said something about um, OG Marv, especially him, because he's definitely mm-hmm. OG, but, you know, you play, well, Tony Parker was on your team. Like, what was it like to be around him? Like, you know, NBA champion, you know, he yeah. played Spurs, like he knows what it takes, like being around him. Yeah. What was it like that? What was that like? Uh, Like I said, bro, like, you just, I'm a real observant person, so like, I just used to watch what he used to do, like, and he was one of the people who made me start, like, um, like getting treatment, you know what I'm saying, making sure I take care of my body because he's 20 years in the league. So every, every day he wake up, he came to the gym, he was getting treatment or, like, he's stretching or, like, he making sure he's still lifting. Like, when you see guys like Tony Parker, like, you don't expect them to be going in every day lifting and doing stuff like that, but he's just he's – his big thing was like taking care of his body. Like he would get treatment for like two hours if he had to, like ice bath every day and, and stuff like that. And I used to never put ice on my my knees, my ankles. Like I just I couldn't do it. And he was just like, "Yo, like if you want to play in the league for more than two, three years, like you're gonna start doing this." So, and the way he used to finish and stuff too, his floaters. He the reason I've been working on my floaters so much, like. We actually call a certain style floater that we be doing like the TP because he just he just was so good at it. Like so, just watching him and, and learning from him uh, how he studied before the game, study other opponents. Like it's really like it'd be mind blowing. Like some of the stuff that some of the stuff that we actually do and sit just watching more than just coming in and showing up for the game. Any um any crazy rookie duties they had you do? Uh, nah, not hey we we they I, they wasn't too bad on that like 
they ain't do nothing crazy unless you you feel me like talk out of out of pocket or out of character. <laughs> but uh, I mean donuts. I had to go get like a hundred and sixty dollars worth of Chick Fil A one day. <laughs> Nuggets, sandwiches, fries. Like yeah, like. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't no crazy. They ain't made me like carry you no know, pink foot bag and stuff like that. You be seeing guys do popcorn and cars. Uh, they didn't do that, but that's because I won't talk crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I won't talk crazy. They asked me to do something. I do it. Like you gotta turn the showers on for everybody at the, at the practice and stuff like that. Bring the towels in. As long as you're doing what you're supposed to do, <laughs> then you're good. At all three levels, high school, college, and the NBA, who would you say is your favorite teammate? Favorite guy going to war with every day? Oh, man. High school, college, and those are picking three or am I picking one? Give me give me one at each level. Give me one at each level. Each level. Um, in high school – I'm going I'm to go with Donovan from Brewster, Donovan Mitchell. Um, in college, that's tough. That's tough. I'm going to have to go with my guy, uh, Speed, Speed McKaylu, because me and him came in together and stayed mm. off together. So me and him had the most, you feel me? We went to battle together the most out of anybody that I was there with. Um, and then here, yeah, that's tough too. <laughs> that's tough too. I'm gonna go with my boy D Bacon though. Okay. Bacon. People don't. People think D Bacon is not good because he ain't been playing and stuff like that. But but Bacon is a he, he a real soldier, man. He gonna he gonna he gonna be all right. I just tell tell people that like he gonna be okay. No matter like we be saying overseas here like. Somebody he gonna he gonna play somewhere. Uh, he's going crazy in the G League, so right. He's <laughs> so a dog. He's a dog. Time coming. It's time coming. He's a dog. What's uh? What's the 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 two? I got two things. It's all shoe related because I saw you with the unions. I felt a little disrespected right then and there when I saw those because of that heat. Uh, not in a bad way though. But so, what yeah. is the most exclusive pair? In your closet, like not designer, because I ain't really stunting the designer stuff. But the like J's. that, yeah, Jays. And then what's the one shoe? Like the first time you were in that, because I'm sure you've seen a bunch of peas and all that stuff. Where yeah. you were like, where you were like, damn, <laughs> like I gotta get that. Like I gotta have that. Uh, the most, the best shoe in the closet right now is the Dior ones. That was crazy. Uh, I just got the fours too, the off white fours. I think uh, the one shoe that I had to get was the Space Jams, though. Okay. The Space Jams I had to get. I had the breads and I had the uh, the Concords. But I had I had actually went and bought the Space Jams. Like, I got to get <laughs> Got to get <laughs> I had I need those right there. Just to put in the closet, I have warm, right? <laughs> I haven't even worn Ooh, the Dior's. You got the lows or the highs? I got the highs. I got the highs. Sir. 
The lows is tough though. Yeah, that's bananas though. I like the lows. You got some heat back there too though. What's that? That's a shoe. That's a little shoe cloud right there. Eh? A, I got you know, brother. I got a little bit. I got a little bit. A little something here, there. A little something here. Yeah. There. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, don't don't let him tell you that detail. Ain't no little something. He got some heat in there. He got yeah. some heat over there. Got heat I got there. I got a little. Hey, hey, look, anybody? I flipped the camera real quick. He already knew the name of the shoe. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't even. I personally don't even be knowing the name of it. <laughs> so I already know. That's very sneakerhead right there. I'm real. Yeah. I got a little off white, man. I got uh the only thing that you that I probably got that you probably seen for real. I got the off white uh Chicago ones. So people always go crazy oh, when yeah. I bring them out. Oh yeah. yeah. You people can't even wear them too much. You gotta just put them on ice and then in about two, three years you can sell them for about Yeah. Like this, I'm gonna let this sit. Oh yeah. I'm gonna let that sit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go People go crazy with that one. Everything <laughs> else is kind of just normal. Everything yeah. else is normal. That's all. Tell you, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you um, a funny, a funny background story that you don't know about that uh, senior year before we played y'all. Yeah, <laughs> before, before uh, your senior night. So whatever. <sighs> so your senior <laughs> night, you know, it's the first time I'm telling you this too. I waited for a minute to tell you this, so. Played y'all, you know what I'm saying? What happened? You fouled out. Nobody like I'm gonna say that you fouled out. That was uh -huh. one of the reasons, that's the reason why we want Eric at the game winner. And uh -huh. Eric was hype. He was talking so much junk. We had we had to play in low. I don't know who y'all played in the first round. And then we met y'all. Y'all play eight. No, I'm talking about uh, first round of conference. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we played in low. I remember it was a home game, but we uh we had to play y'all. It was on a Wednesday. It was on a Wednesday. The whole time we in practice, I'm trying to tell Eric, I'm like, look, man, please be ready. Like, cause like we just beat him on his senior night. Like he's not going to take it easy. You know, like we got to be ready. He like, I ain't got nothing to worry about. Like I just did this. <laughs> I just did that. I'm like, all right, like we're going to see. We're going to see yeah. something like the scouting report, like Coach Cooley, you know, rest in peace. Coach Cooley was like, um, all right, we're going to switch, interchange, have this guy on him, have this guy on him. Eric was like, no, I want him. I want him. So I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. And I'll, I'll never forget we in that game. Eric went one for seven. That's my boy, though. Eric, my boy. Eric went like yeah. one for 17. And you, yeah. Logan missed the dunk. And then when you missed the dunk, I, I remember you dunked on somebody and got a three-point play. And I looked up, the scoreboard was down by five. The next time I looked up at the scoreboard, we was down by 50. I was like, <laughs> on. Y'all got 50 balls? Yeah, it, got, it, it was because nah, they, they other guy had, he, he had made it personal. He made it really, you feel me? It really wasn't even that personal. I don't know why he was, why he was wanting to come at me like that, but. I, he he lost the battle. That's all I know. <laughs> well, 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 we lost about twenty nine, but that's garbage points. We we were down by five. <laughs> in, in, in the third in the third quarter, we was down by five. Game. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy though. Anybody else? They got something to say? Everybody good? Nah, yeah. man. Just good luck to you, man. 
uh, Hoop State rooting for you guys, like Brandon Ingram, Bam, y'all making us proud, obviously John, Steph, and way more guys. But it's always good to see guys from NC making and do well. So, yes, sir. Good. I appreciate that, bro. Thank you. Yeah. No definitely doubt. Good love. Definitely get love. You got a great story, man. Wish you nothing but success. My my youngest son told me you was one of his favorite players, so uh, you definitely got the young guys. I appreciate that for sure. You definitely got the young the young ones out there watching you, man. Nothing but yes, nothing. Yes, man. And as a as a true Hornets fan, man, you, I'm just glad you gave me a little bit of hope, baby. That's, that's <laughs> hey, hope, man. Hey, gotta believe, you gotta believe. You gave me some hope, man. It's gonna turn around. It's gonna turn around. Yeah, I, I'm not worried, man. I just it, it was just cool though to see that because I was definitely wondering. I was like, dang, bro, Kimball's gone. Yeah, about to struggle a little bit, but it's yeah. good to see that we got some young talent. You from the hoop state, so yeah. man, best of luck to you. I know you're gonna do well. So it's yes, just, sir. That's Charlotte right there. Yeah, you see her? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be belated. <laughs> so appreciate it. <laughs> but not though. Yeah. Uh, talking about the hope and how we'll end it off uh, after this, talking about the hope. Man, I was telling people from the jump, man, like, detail there, like, it's, it's, it's going to be all right. And yeah, I got that young core. Terry Rosier, too, that was a good pickup, too, from Celtic. Yeah. So, of course, like, it's, it's did some things, and you did your thing this year, man. It was good to see you play in L.A. for my first game, uh, my first game to go to in the, yeah. uh, in the Staples Centers. It was great to see that. You know, it was, it was love. And I also followed you when you went to play Sacramento and the Warriors. I think you ain't get to play against Steph because Steph got hurt before y'all played them, if I'm not mistaken. But it was good yeah. to see you play in L.A., man. And you already know what it is over here. Like, much love. Respect to you always, man. And I hope uh, you get that award. I hope you get that award for real, man. From four, from four points to 18 points. Top four in assists. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, got to be. It got to be. Got to get it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy, bro, man. Yeah. I appreciate you, man. Real talk. Um, be safe. Hold it down. Uh, hope everything be all right with your family, too. And I just yes, appreciate you coming on here. For real. Much love. Yeah. I appreciate y'all, man. For real. Yeah, wish y'all well. Y'all stay safe too. You too, man. All right, bro. All right, Brody. All right, Ray. And that's all for the day. It's another great segment. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Please remember to like and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend what it is and what it ain't. If you don't like what I got to say, join the debate. Copy. Copy.